Hey everybody, Phil here. I did a podcast with Henry Kilbane a little while ago, and we spoke primarily about his career, uh, more specifically his career path and the decisions that led him to where he is now and the decisions that he's made recently about where he wants to focus his energy. And uh, you can check that out here, here, there. What I have for you today is actually some, some of the parts that we cut out of that uh, podcast because it would have been three hours had we not done so. Uh, so this, this is our conversation. Our conversation kind of veered towards his experience thus far and his, his you know, decisions that he's making about his business, his new business right now. And, um, well, my experience in business. And so basically Henry and I speaking about our businesses, uh, his being Overbed Express, which, um, is really cool. And I'm, I'm excited to see more of what they come out with, but without further ado, here is, uh, Henry and I with some business talk. It seems too early to worry about because you don't even know what all the response, the business responsibilities will be six months from now. Exactly. You say like, okay, you're in charge yeah, exactly. of this. You handle this. You make decisions about this. Just right now, it's about growth. Um, do you th do you think it makes sense to start with? I'm not like so. My background's not in in growing, uh, you know, social media presence. Um, but uh, my gut reaction would be that like the amount you'd make right now from, from affiliate deals on things compared to, you know, what your goals are with the business two years from now are going to be really mm -hmm. small. And I would think starting out with, I mean, basically, I guess it was Ben, you said, right. That I, like, I would go take his stance and actually go further and be like, like either promote nothing at first or promote things mm. that we really believe will really help like because we're trying to help you know our viewers and we make a little bit from it but i think look i think eventually you've got a huge following there's a product you think is pretty good good enough promoting it getting an affiliate deal there's nothing wrong with that and that's probably going to be the right move um or mm. even even potentially product you don't think is that great it you know can be the right move but i think right now that the um the the financial upside is so small for, you know, the next six months. Yeah. And I guess I don't know if, if viewers are turned off by promotion or not, but I would, I would err on the side of less promotion when, you know, there's not much upside to it yet. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, there, yeah. The, the only thing I can say is that you, you're completely right. Um, the reality is, is, not to you know brag or anything the the upside of of earning 2k um a month through an affiliation deal split between you know the five of us yeah um when we literally have 50k in buy-ins on a sunday um it's it's not going to be actually i think like one of the reasons maybe i've been uh maybe a bit too focused on on affiliation um my main roles up until now mainly because i've just been doing commentary um was just like setting up the twitch obviously i have a uh, pretty well networked in, in the poker world yeah um it's just been like reaching out to people getting their advice and opinions and whatnot but i think the main reason i've been focused on the affiliation side of things is because I, I'm money driven. 
Um, I've always been a very money-driven person and I feel like if in three months we have at least something to show for it from from like a financial point of view, um, it would it would just keep us driven. It would keep us like striving forward because sure, 6K Twitch followers, sure, you know, you can look at the amount of followers you have on Instagram. But those, if those are just numbers on a screen, um, I, I guess I guess money's just number on a, numbers in a bank account as well, right? Like, um, but yeah, as someone that's always been pretty pretty money driven, um, it, it it would be nice to just like in three months' time, not as yeah, just kind of be rewarded for for the efforts so far, mm-hmm. you know, just be like, okay, this you know this is something that we can generate revenue from and. This is going to keep us like this. This covers that expense. This covers so and so and whatnot. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Especially, yeah, with expenses, it's nice to like. It feels better, even if you have the, mm-hmm. the, if the team has the money to lose money for a little while. Definitely feels better to reach a break even point, um, or, yeah. or better sooner. I do think yeah. I do think give it some thought though, because there's the there's the first question of does it hamper growth or not? I don't know if it does. If you have you know mm-hmm. a bunch of banners. And then two, something to keep in mind is that when you're, when you're a hundred times the size that you are now, or maybe, I don't know what's a reasonable multiple 50 times the size you are now, um, you're, you're going to be able to negotiate a better deal with, um, with a product and you could renegotiate a deal you negotiate now later, probably, but then all the people you signed up before then are at the lower rate. Um, if it's like a subscription service or something. True. Um, yeah, are locked true. in there. So, I mean, it doesn't. It, that doesn't mean you have to stop now, and it, but it could mean you focus on just like two products now, and and then wait yeah. until you're bigger to to do more. Mm. Yeah, that that makes a makes a ton of sense, um, especially because like we've we've really kept ourselves uncapped in um, in like the brand's potential because we what we're trying to. But firstly. Just to give people a background of what we're doing, um, like at the moment we're streaming the highest stakes available online um, on Twitch. But instead of it just being one person streaming, um, we've got the whole team streaming. Um, so we've got like, sometimes there's four of us, sometimes there's three of us, sometimes it's just a duo. Um, and then we just have like, uh, basically just sending each other's feeds on a delay. Um, so we have... You know, sometimes Espen's making a deep run, sometimes Ben's making a deep run, sometimes they're both making a deep run. But what I the the question that we asked was, okay, right, in our mind, everything that can be done with Twitch poker has been done pretty much already. You know, we've got the six figure scores, we've got the twenty thousand viewers. I, I think I think the record is I wanna say probably Lex has had like sixty, seventy K before on like some you know, everything that can be done by one person has been done. So we need to try and bring something different, which is why we want to keep ourselves uncapped in the sense that um, Espen is insanely smart when it comes to crypto. Mm-hmm. Just it, next level, knows it inside knows it inside out, you know, is very intelligent. And crypto is something that a lot of people are yeah. uneducated on, but also very interested in. Yeah. So that could be another product. Jonas is very smart when it comes to sports betting, knows the markets, knows where the edges are ha- uh, to be had, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, Tumlock is a world-class videographer. 
he knows the gaming industry like the back of his hand. So why don't we integrate a brand that has uh, high stakes poker, crypto, sports betting, gaming, but more importantly, lifestyle and entertainment? Because the main thing that a lot of people want to see is they don't want to see people running Sims uh, on stream. You know, they want to see the lifestyle that comes with being a top pro and the behind the scenes stuff. And then that's where we kind of all just kind of had that agreement where that's what we wanted to show. We wanted to show everything, the ins and outs of what we do, the the small intricate parts of it and the stuff that most people already know. But that's that was like where the whole concept kind of come up came up with. Um, and at the moment, yes, we are only streaming poker. Um, so we're not really doing anything different uh, as of yet. Um, but our lease in London uh, on the boys' house expires on the 23rd of October. I'm flying to join them after Million Cyprus uh, end of September. So we're going to have like Tumlock with us 24-7 with a camera. Nice. Just like four lads, banter, poker, crypto, hanging out, just having fun. And, uh, and, and hopefully just, yeah, just being ourselves. And I'm, I'm hoping that's um, a product that people buy into because I feel like for me personally, that has been one of my biggest assets in my career as a commentator um, that people have just bought into me as a person. And I don't think, uh, or, sorry, I'm not delusional enough to think that uh, poker brands have necessarily called me in because I'm like Nick Shulman where, you know, I play in these 100Ks and I'm beating in like beating the field in these 100Ks. Uh, I think it's... Um, it's more a personal thing, and I think that's why brands succeed overall. I guess you could you could speak about that from experience, right? With like Run It Once, is that you've been the face of the brand for for a long time now, and I think it's safe to say, at least it was for me, mm-hmm. um, when it came to signing up, it was that okay, I associate this brand with Phil Galfond, therefore I'm buying into you, right? I'm not actually buying into rio because i don't know what rio is yet i'm buying into what i know phil galfond is and if phil galfond is the face of this brand therefore i am putting my trust kind of blindly into this brand if that makes sense yeah it does i mean i think it's a little different so i i completely agree like in the content game and i think you you have like people some people will come because they want to learn how to be great at poker some people will come because they want to learn about crypto and and sports betting and videography, even if depending on the type of content you want to put out. Um, but then they stay and the channel grows because they they get to know the people. And that's yeah. that's so yeah, like the interest can bring them in and that but then in, at the end of the day they come back because they like the people, they care about the people, they want to connect yeah. with them and in, in in whether it's passively just watching or interacting on Twitch, you know, whatever the case may be. I've kind of always felt I may be underestimating that element in um, in poker training because I've kind of just always felt that the reason that Ryan wants to be successful is because we just our, our goal was always to put out the best product that there was. And, oh, yeah, don't and get I, me wrong, you put I, out fucking great, col- uh, but, great well, product. Thank you, but but I mean, like we, I kind of always thought that people would people view who who bought poker training viewed it as for the on the whole as an investment. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to put in this much, it's going to improve my win rate this much. So it's worth it. And there are all these sites to choose from. I choose this one. Maybe I choose, you know, three of them, but you know, this is one of the best for the, for the amount of money in and the time I spend on it. And so, um, 
you know, I think that makes sense. And so I hadn't, I know obviously that my personal kind of seal of approval, you know, lends credibility and trust to it. Uh, and I think probably that's been added to, cause I've never, like, I've never had a deal from, I, I've ever, I've never promoted anything that I don't, that's not mine, like that I don't work mm. on. Um, and so I do think that helps, but I don't think people sign up because they like me or, you know what though? I think actually one area that it's been really helpful is that we've gotten a lot of pros to make videos for us. I run it once and I've been told a number of times, like we have, our team has been told, oh, I'd only make videos for run it once. Like, yeah. I'm not sure I want to make videos. If I did, I would only do it for run it once. And I think that's because of me and, and I mean, kind of our, whatever, uh, values as a company, but that yeah. kind of reflect mine. And so I think we benefited in that way, probably more than just directly with, with customers or members. Mm -hmm. I, I, I would say so, Matt. I, I, I don't think there's any uh, true way to, to measure reasons for, for people signing, but I, I feel like the Galfon challenge against Fanny, right? Like the, the viewers of that, yes, um, there was obviously a lot of hype around it because it was kind of like the first public match of its kind for, for a long time. But um, I would like to think, and again, there's no way of me proving this, but I think it had as many people show up for it um, as it did because it was you and people like you you know if if i if i stream the 100 200 match okay, firstly i would get put in the bin by Benny. <laughs> Benny, please that i'm not challenging you in any way shape or form um but it's just safe to say that like it, it wouldn't interest uh, uh, as many people um and yeah obviously i can't vouch for the pros that have um created videos for you guys but i definitely understand why they would only make um, videos videos for you. It, it makes sense to me on like a, just on like a human to human level um, because as much as this industry revolves around money and like hourly and, and dollar EV, um, it's still safe to say that there are people who don't just make decisions based off of money. There's like integrity involved and there's values and there's, mm -hmm. you know, okay, right. Well, would I want to associate myself with this person? Uh, maybe not. They're a bit, you know, so and so on social media. They kind of like, uh, they're a bit bullish, if you will, towards other human beings. So maybe I'll just, you know, keep myself uh, at arm's length. And yeah, uh, yeah. it's interesting. To, yeah, I mean, poker training is a really interesting business because all uh, basically every time, maybe not every single example, but you're you're never as an employer, you're never their primary source of income. So. Like the pros never need you. They, they don't need their job yes. there. Whereas every yeah. other job, like most people go there and that's their primary source of income by far. And you kind of yeah. have in that way, like some leverage that you don't in the, in the, in poker training market. And so in poker training, um, not necessarily that you need to use that leverage for, uh, for evil, but in the poker training, it, it is really important that that pros mm. like you and like your company because, mm. They don't need you, you know, a lot of like for a lot of them, poker training income, you know, makes up less than 10% of 
what they'll make in a year. And so yeah. like they like do they do it because they like doing it and they think it's worth the extra income. But if if they're upset with you, they just stop, you know? Like yeah. <laughs> and why wouldn't they? Um so yeah, it's it, it's it's so true. Um not to like try and brag with it, but it's it's the same with, with me and commentary. And it's it's actually it's actually something that um, it, it's a it's an inner battle that I've had uh, with with commentary before because uh, when you hang around with poker players, um, or well, at least some of the poker players that that I've hung out with, um, it can be really strange to see how everything that they a lot of their decision making process is based off of hourly, mm-hmm. and when I then have disclosed how much I get paid for an event to, you know, close people of, of mine. Um, you know, they are sometimes shocked that instead of jumping in a five, five or a 10, 10 PLO game and grinding that for eight hours, I would commentate for X amount of hours. And firstly, uh, to those friends of mine, not everything is about hourly, you know, uh, there's sometimes you just make decisions because, uh, you, you like things, um, but the, the, the main battle, um, that I've had is companies and I'm not going to mention any names cause I get myself in trouble, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes companies not understanding that I am a professional poker player, uh, not understanding that I can make, uh, more money playing poker than I could in terms of like an, an hourly point of view. Um, doing commentary and, and I've struggled with that before because I'm just like okay like I'm getting told stuff last minute um, there, there have been situations where again I, I probably make sure the companies that I, I work for uh, I, I've been very fortunate in the sense that I've never signed for anyone I, I've always just freelanced because I want to have that freedom I want to continue to have that freedom that poker's given me um, on like kind of choosing what I do. Um, but yeah, sometimes I've kind of just had to like, be like, guys, you do realize that I play poker for a living and, you know, you need to try and like respect my profession more, if you will. Um, and I think once that's been communicated, um, the results have just been brilliant. Do you feel they're not respecting your time? Like expecting you to, to drop things or I th- I think it, it must like the thing that makes sense to me is um the okay right, we need we need to we'll, we'll we'll be we'll be honest and then we'll we'll, <laughs> we'll see whether yeah uh, so in real world money the money that I get paid for commentary is a lot of money yeah. For poker hourly, uh, or as professional poker, it's it's not that much money. So I'm assuming the way that it's seen from a lot of these people that work for these companies, the ones that are you know doing the hiring and firing process and calling me up, they're like, "Who the fuck does this kid think he is? Um, like we're paying him X amount of money. All we're asking is for him to talk into a mic for eight hours." Well, firstly talking to a mic for eight hours about poker uh, when a lot of the time it's just race folding and keeping the fans and viewers entertained uh, is 
and I promise you, people think they can do it. And trust me, I've seen many people try and fail. It's a pretty daunting task. Um, but yeah, secondly, I mean, it, it's just, you know, um, I commentate because I'm just, pat- like, I love the game. I love, I love the fact that I can do it. You know, like I, I get to call the action like Jesus, man. I used to grow up listening to these guys you know, commentate on your hands, on Tom Dwan's hands, mm-hmm. Phil Ivey's hands, and just be like, wow, these guys get paid to watch yeah. poker and call the action? Like, how fucking amazing is that? I get to do that? So I try and remind myself of that um, as much as possible because there have definitely been times where I'm like, oh, I've got commentary. Oh, I need to I need to adjust my sleep schedule. I need to, I need to do this. I need to do that. Like, it's going to get in the way of, yeah. you know, this relationship. Now, um and and this has just been like the the year of growth basically and realizations now i try and i I try and just like look at it through a different lens where i'm like henry you don't have to commentate you don't have to be calling the action you get to do that and honestly i've just found so much more enjoyment in commentary ever since i've looked at it through that lens where i'm just like there's even if there's a hundred people watching even there's fucking 10 people listening uh, to the stream that's 10 people that are listening to what i have to say about a poker game and the reason why that means so much to me is because i used to be one of those 10 people i used to be one of those hundred or a thousand people that would listen to it and for me that's just that's just amazing because i, I don't know like the impact that it had on my life if i can have that impact on just one person's life yeah, then that's I'll really kind that's of, that's really cool. Achieve I mean, my job. A great perspective. I hadn't I hadn't thought about it that way. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I I get to do it. Like yeah. I don't have to do it. I get to do it, and it's uh, it's it's insane how many people you know will message me and and before again, um, especially like during like my depression end of last year and beginning of this year. Um, it was always just like, oh, like, why, like, just leave me alone. Like, I don't, I don't want to, you know, talk to you. I don't want to receive your message on Twitter or Instagram. And now it's just like, Henry, man, these people, you know, they have the same love. Uh, well, okay, maybe not the same love, but they also love the game. Yeah, They're tuning in because they love the game. And for them to just, like, listen to your commentary and have banter with you and then, like, be able to message you, for them... For some people, that's like a highlight of their day. Uh, and the fact that I get to be, you know, a ray of shun- sunshine uh, in someone's day or, or put a smile on someone's face, like, fuck me, man. Like, I can, I can die happy tomorrow if, if I'm getting to do that, at, like, and get paid for it. Yeah. So, you know. Yeah. No, it's yeah. A- I, again, another tangent. That's just a classic. No, it's an awesome. Brand. Yeah. No, it's an awesome <laughs> perspective. And it's true. Um, it is, it is lucky. And I mean, I, a lot of us, are very lucky to uh, get to do what we do and it's very very easy to lose sight of that um quickly so easy yeah to your point about um kind of poker play i mean going back to training site like we obviously we know we know poker very well as a poker training site and so all of our uh video makers uh are pros i guess we uh, we call them but uh all of our pros like we try to make it easy on them especially you know anybody who's like kind of a a super high stakes pro we're just like what can we do to make video making easier for you (laughs) we can like and you know for some they'll just talk and we'll put together a powerpoint um we actually just signed somebody uh recently 
and actually flew people out um, across the, uh, across the Atlantic Ocean. I was forgetting which ocean is which. Uh, <laughs> okay. So like Europe to America or vice versa. Yeah, and, and, and try not yeah. to give too many clues. No, it's just clear. okay. Sorry, I forgot which <laughs> which ocean was which. And uh, to 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 help record like first several videos. Um, yeah. Because yeah, it's it's their time is valuable, and you have to yeah. you know anything you can do. Um, you know, for for some of them, they do it because they like doing it. They do it because they like run it once, and mm. it's still less than the hourly they could make playing poker, and so. Yeah. How do we, you know, reduce the number of hours that they spend on it and still get a quality mm. product is, uh, yeah, it's important. Yeah. And, and I think probably yeah. even, even beyond the, the fact that we reduce the time they spend, they probably just appreciate, uh, like you were, you know, kind of how you felt it wasn't appreciated, um, for you. Mm. Like they appreciate that we, we get it. We value their time. Well, uh, just so you know, I've always felt appreciated by Run It Once and by your team and yourself. So thank you oh, for that. Thank you. Um, it, 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 we're sat here kind of like having this this conversation and talking about hourly. Um, and it, when you're just talking now about helping this person out um, to make their lives, you know, uh, somewhat more more comfortable, um, it, it kind of sparked a, a couple of topics in, in my head. The The main one being that um, I think a lot of us are, you know, we, we discover poker and before you know it, you, you're good at the game. You know, mm. you, you, you're, making, you're making a living from it and a lot of us fall into the game. Uh, a, a lot of us don't even get into it. Like, in fact, I, I could probably say that the majority of people that are at the top of like the food chain didn't intentionally get into poker. It was either like introduced to them by friends or family, or they somehow discovered it on an app. Like you don't sit down when you're 16 and be like, Hmm, right. I know what I'm going to do. I don't, I don't want to be a lawyer. Um, I'm going to be a professional poker player. I mean, I guess some of us do, but so, you know, you go through your career as a poker player. And then for me personally, like you wake up and you're 26 and you're like, shit. Okay. Right. But I'm like lacking, uh, in other skill sets. So now, so now like one of these, like one of the things that I've been doing recently is something that I'm really enjoying about discovering like more about myself is what can I learn from poker and what can I learn from commentary and just like the poker industry and transfer that into other areas of life? Like what could I, cause I want to have an exit plan. I don't want to be playing poker when I'm 50. I don't want to be, you know, at least I don't think I do. Maybe I will. I don't know. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, um, you never know. Yeah, you never know. You never know. But like, I'm I'm always trying to like come up with new creative ideas and like challenging myself and improving in other areas. Like, uh, one of my uh, one of the people that I I speak to, she has like got me into like like doing like painting and just like getting more creative and just like exploring different things um and at first it was always just like oh like why would i want to like i don't want to paint yeah. i'm 26 i'm a guy i don't paint you know i've never painted and she was like yeah but you said to me that you used to enjoy painting when you're young i was like yeah but now i play poker for a living so painting's kind of like taking the back seat so we'll try it just like see what happens and and obviously like trying new things 
um, and and just trying to take uh, important lessons from from poker. And, and the reason I mentioned painting is because with painting, the lesson that I had to take from poker was patience, patience with myself, because I went into it thinking like, well, this is going to be a walk in the park, right? Like, it's just like it's just putting brush to to canvas and it wasn't it was one of the most challenging things I ever did and it was just having a bit of patience and 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 practice and just kind of again that reconfirmation that um things do take time yeah. you, you can't be hard on yourself if you don't get it first time around and just having more understanding and and love and, and uh compassion for yourself goes a long way in poker and in life yeah all right, that's it. I want to thank you for watching. I want to thank Henry again for coming on and sharing his experience with me and us. And I will see you next time. I'll, I'll just leave you with that. Um, look forward to your comments and questions and feedback, suggestions, what you'd like to see more of, what you'd like to see less of. And I'll see you next time. This is Phil. Take care.